With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to That's Good Sports. I am Brandon. After criticizing the AFC West, they went undefeated yesterday, Perna. The Chargers, Chiefs, and Raiders did it all against NFC North teams. In the Packers, Vikings, and Lions, the Broncos beat the Browns. Uh, The Bears lost too, so it was a really bad day for the North. Worse than when that little twerp Ollie killed Jon Snow. In the insane world of 2019 QB backup play, there have been 24 wins from quarterbacks who didn't start week one. That's a record, and probably why Tom Brady is starting to crack. Yes, the Ravens spanked New England on primetime, but that's not even what I'm talking about. Did Tom Brady drop a soft A inward before the game? We'll dive into all of the late games from Sunday, and I will get to the bottom of Inward Gate 2019. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good. Ever see an untucked button-down? They look bad. Why? Because they weren't meant to be worn that way. Thankfully, there's Untuck It, the original button-down shirt actually designed to be worn untucked. No matter your size or shape, Untuck It shirts always fall at the perfect untucked length. And with the holidays near, there's no better gift for your favorite guy who needs an upgrade. With more than 50-plus fit combinations, Untuck It shirts look great on tall, short, slim, and athletic guys of all ages. You can find your favorite Untuck It style online or check out one of their 80 brick-and-mortar stores. Choose from styles like wrinkle-free button-downs, super soft flannels, outerwear, and more. And their website is so easy, they even have a whole page devoted to helping you find your fit. So whether you're shopping for the perfect holiday gift or just trying to craft a small, relaxed style of your own, Untuck It is the way to go. Visit UntuckIt.com and use code BLUE for 20% off at checkout. That's UntuckIt.com and promo code BLUE for 20% off. All right, since I have too much journalistic integrity and dignity, I would never exploit a fake news story. So let's start with Inward Gate, and then rejoice at the fact that the Patriots were exposed for everyone to see, just like when Benny Mitchell pantsed me at the school assembly freshman year. Two and a half years, Benny, before I could convince a girl at school that I did indeed not have a weird wang. Now, Tom Brady did not say the N-word here. I had to listen to this Superman bullshit several times before I could even hear him saying what sounded like the N-word. Some white guys don't see color. Well, I don't hear the N-word. That's how not racist I am. The kid Gowie is who cleared it up for me, and it really is like the Yanni or Laurel video, and we all do hear what we want to hear. Oh man! Personally, I am glad Brady didn't say the N-word. 
and it is for all of the wrong reasons. If Brady calls Ed Reed the N-word the way we thought he did, it means Brady is cool. It means, as a white dude, he's earned the respect to say that, which is harder for a guy who looks like Brady to obtain than winning league MVP. And there's one big reason I knew Brady did not say this. No guy who walks up like this to hug another guy would have the balls or swag to think he can use the N-word in a friendly way. To the game. The game the Patriots lost 20 to 37 on Sunday Night Football. The secret to beating the Patriots is Taco Bell. The rest of the sheeple yesterday in the NFL were all eating and promoting Popeyes, but not the legend Matthew Judon. Matthew Judon. Body built by Taco Bell. Now, Hollywood Brown and Jimmy Smith both returned for the Ravens, and both were welcome additions to the offense and defense. Marquise Brown finished as the leading receiver for Baltimore with three receptions and 48 yards, and Jimmy Smith played 54 snaps and finished with the second highest defensive grade per pro football focus. With Smith, Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters, and Earl Thomas now, that Ravens secondary is pretty great. Baltimore came out hot. They came out a swing in. They had a football coming out party. Everything worked on their opening drive until the Pats defense clenched down in the red zone. Then something truly amazing happened. The Patriots gifted the Ravens a touchdown with the neutral zone infraction on the field goal attempt. Lamar Jackson easily ran in for the touchdown after that. And he did it in a very cocky manner, which at the time honestly worried me. The Patriots defense gifting the Ravens a touchdown though, that is harder for me to believe than Tom Brady openly dropping the N-word before a game. After an eight week extended preseason, the Patriots clearly weren't ready for real football. Not only does Tom Brady lead the league in guys I hate the most for no good fucking reason, he leads the league in intentional grounding. <laughs> that means there's no quarterback more scared of getting hit than Brady. Surely a sign he's no man. Ed Reed is not your kryptonite, Tom. It's the other green thing, the grass, which you throw the ball into every chance you get. A few weird things happened in this game. James White tripped over his own feet, just, well, feet away from the end zone which forced the Patriots to settle for a field goal. That came after Cyrus Jones, former Patriot, muffed a punt, which set up the first Patriots touchdown. That's not too weird, actually, as Belichick cuts guys 10 years before they can muff punts on his watch. He will walk into a high school locker room cutting guys preemptively. The Patriots gave up 210 rushing yards, the first time they've done that in five years, and Julian Edelman fumbled, which Baltimore scooped up and returned for a touchdown. The Ravens muffed a punt, and Mark Ingram fumbled, and they still beat the Patriots because they also made mistakes. Crazy. Now you probably know Bill Belichick's son has been helping coach the defense, and he's clearly doing a great job. But why isn't anyone commenting on Belichick's son's mullet? Is Mark Davis his real mom? Lamar Jackson is one of the best athletes I have seen in the NFL. He is a freak. And if you don't get football hard watching him, you should stick to baseball or some other lesser sport. I love everything he can do with his legs and I was skeptical about him last year, but commend John Harbaugh for committing to build an offense around Lamar's strengths. 
Imagine that, guys, a coach willing to evolve and change things up to suit a guy's talents. Lamar Jackson was out there breaking ankles like Kathy Bates from Misery, and this was against a formidable foe. I thought his best play, though, was converting a gutsy fourth and seven late in the third with his arm. Also shows how much confidence Harbaugh has in him. It's been a great year for offensive linemen assisting runners into the end zone. Orlando Brown pulled Lamar Jackson into the touchdown hole like he was trying to pull Tom Brady away from a child's mouth to help give the Ravens a 17-point lead that was too much for New England to overcome. It didn't matter how many times Tom Brady reached out signaling his best friend, the devil. Sorry, Alex Guerrero. The devil is Tom's best friend, not you. Where the hell are you, devil? Where the hell are you? He's in hell, Tom, you redundant fool. John Gruden and the Raiders accidentally win 31-24 after Gruden calls a timeout for the Lions, who had a fourth and goal in the final seconds, but not any timeouts. What a relief, huh, Johnny? This was the first time the Raiders have played at home since the middle of September. So the fact that they're 4-4 four and four at this point in the season, as much as it hurts me to say, is an incredible showing of toughness for the Raiders. It's also impressive how every week the Khalil Mack trade looks a lot better for the Raiders. Josh Jacobs, the first pick they got from the Bears, had 120 yards rushing, two touchdowns. He's on pace for 1,200 yards and eight TDs this year. Khalil Mack is on pace for 11 sacks and the first-degree murder of Mitchell Trubisky, which, at this point, Chicago PD will probably help cover up. Matthew Stafford looked great yesterday, partially because of his keto diet and new haircut, but it came down to the plays he was not able to make. The Lions were up four in the second quarter with the chance to go up by two scores when Daryl Worley made an incredible one-handed pick in the end zone. A highlight reel play, but it also swung the entire game. And just like in the college football championship back in 2017, 47-year-old rookie Hunter Renfro had the game-winning catch. We can still make fun of the Cleveland Farrell pick, and trust me, I will, but the Raiders' rookie class put up three touchdowns, and I have to recognize them as not total jokes, at least for this week. So thanks for nothing, Matt Patricia. May I borrow your pencil to stab out my fucking eyes? The Seahawks beat the Bucks in an overtime thriller, and I gotta shout out Ollie Longo for sending me these last known photos of Josh Gordon in a Pat's uni. Ollie is an actual photographer who covers the Patriots, and it turns out he is a super nice dude, so thank you for sending those. And apparently, before signing Josh Gordon, Seattle considered signing Antonio Brown. Then they remembered Antonio Brown threatened a possible sexual assault victim, and Josh Gordon has just battled addiction issues. It's like deciding between having cake to celebrate your birthday, or sleeping with your wife's crazy best friend who has ruined the life of every man she's ever slept with. Good job, Seattle. Now let's just accept the fact that Tampa Bay makes no goddamn sense. They are a chaotic and unpredictable team. They're basically the NFL's joker. They go into Seattle and take the lead, but don't know what to do with it, like a dog chasing cars. But in the end, the likely MVP threw five touchdowns, the last one going to Jacob Hollister, who gave up a lucrative clothing chain to win the game in overtime, after Seattle missed a game-winning field goal in regulation. 
Hollister had two touchdowns in this game, taking over for Will Disley. I don't need to tell you that Jacob Hollister is a former Patriots receiver. All you need to know is that his name is Jacob Hollister, and you probably could have guessed. Give Jameis Winston credit because he randomly played well against the Seattle Seahawks defense. 335 yards, two touchdowns, and no picks. Sure, maybe a little bit was luck like this deflected touchdown to Brashard Perryman, but he did all the things you want your starting quarterback to do, mainly throw the ball to Mike Evans as much as possible. But of course, the game where Winston only turns the ball over once, his defense gives up 40 points. At some point, the Bucks were playing five rookies at a time on defense, and it showed because they gave up 100 yards to Chris Carson on the ground, 13 receptions, 152 yards, and a pair of touchdowns to Tyler Lockett, and another 100 yards and a score to DK Metcalf, all to culminate in a Seahawks overtime victory. The Packers lose, dropping a deuce all over themselves to the Chargers. Uh, man, he, he knows how to keep the ball alive. It's unbelievable, but didn't do today. Excuse me. I had a feeling the Chargers might win this game when I saw this on the Chargers' Twitter account. I had no clue the Chargers called their kicker the money badge. LA is the perfect place to idolize guys who look like they spend their free time making cougar porn and kicking field goals as a side hustle. Sometimes good teams have bad games, and I think that's what happened in this game. That's what I say every time the Broncos lose, anyway. Aaron Rodgers had his worst game of the season, maybe of his career, probably because he was upset Jimmy Garoppolo took his crown for the best flirting with an attractive female reporter post-game. My bedroom, something. Do you really need two? I mean, can I have one? If you come over and watch some movies with me. Okay. How does that feel? Feels great, baby. <laughs> Happy Halloween right back at you. Thanks so much. Rogers was clearly preoccupied with what he would do to top Jimmy G after the game, which is why he didn't score any points in the first half for the first time in his career. Rodgers threw the ball 35 times, but only for a total of 161 yards. That's 4.6 yards per attempt, which is especially small compared to Phillip Rivers, who averaged 10 and a half yards every time he threw the rock. One yard for every kid is his new plan, and it's a smart one. Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram look like the deadly duo they emerged as back in 2017, combining for three sacks on Rodgers and 11 QB pressures. Melvin Gordon had both of LA's touchdowns, plus a play where he hurtled over Packers safety Chandon Sullivan for a gain of 16. Phillip Rivers did the entire postgame press conference with a baby in hand. Very cute. So cute, I won't even joke about how that baby is only Rivert's seventh favorite child. Aaron Rodgers, in his post-game, wouldn't shut the fuck up about eating pie. This is a good uh, slice of humble pie for us, you know, we're gone. Thanksgiving is three weeks away, Rodgers. Focus on football until then, not food. And Philip Rivers, be careful. If your baby's name is Humble, I would keep that child away from Aaron Rodgers at all costs. And those are your late game recaps. Patriots losing celebration here on That's Good Sports. Broncos Browns recap will be up as soon as I can get it up. Please subscribe here on YouTube. Big shout out to at Wilkie6. Follow him on Twitter for helping me write this video. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, at Brandon Perna if you want to do that. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good.